Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? We're going to one, two, three, four, one, two, three. One is the reason everybody should be shaking in the house. Hey, yo, we're in, uh, where are we? Raleigh. Yeah, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. It gave us every single bit of weather it could possibly have in a four-day period. Yeah, it was like 73 degrees uh, Friday, and then I think 34 degrees yesterday. Raining and then snowing that yes, night. Yes, snowing that night. Uh, so it's been a whirlwind, man. Yeah. And they had that pollen thing, too, where they have to dust off their car because there's so much pollen on the cars. Well, that's affected you because you've had this cough. Well, I'm a Jew. I have those Jew lungs. Oh. <laughs> Counting all that money. Is that what <laughs> that it's money from? dust. Well, I didn't get mine from that. I'd like to know what I got it from. Though. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, no, but it's been good. The crowds have been interesting. Uh, last night was some good crowds, but Thursday and Friday was different. Mm. Not bad crowds. Just no, I been, every time I've come here, I've been here like, God, I want to say four times now. Um, they've, they, this, is, this is one of the more consistent crowds in terms of being good. Um, I thought they were good every single night. I just know with me at certain points during my set, they get a little... Are you talking about particularly Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Well, you started off wrong. I did? What did I start off with? You, you, you did that thing where instead of going for it, uh, immediately, you tried to play around a little bit first. Did I? Yeah, you you remember that? Uh-uh. You don't oh, yeah, you yeah, said, I yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. You're right. Yeah, you you kind of um, walk backwards into yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and like I said, man, with with black crowds, uh, with any crowd, but particularly with black crowds, uh, when they don't know you, you got like eight seconds. Yeah. To prove your worth, uh, so you might want to just. Dive, dive head in and, and go get to work. Yeah, but I had a lot of fun. On Friday, I had a lot of fun. Um, and then last night was really was great. Uh, that mm-hmm. first crowd was one of the best crowds. Yeah. Uh, even though we've been on a great run, mm-hmm. that's still one of the best crowds. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was, it was really good. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that room is so tight mm-hmm. that that laughter is just, when you hit, it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's, that's why I said it's got an old school yeah. comedy feel to it. Yeah. Um, it's in a cool building. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real old school feel. That, you yeah, know, it's, ceilings it's, are low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I have been having a good time. <clears throat> so we didn't get a chance to... Uh, do a diners, drive-ins, and dives. No, because uh, there wasn't really one in Raleigh. There was one that we could have went to. But in, it was uh, kind of too far. Yeah, it was, is it Chapel Hill? Is that where it was? I don't know, but it was like 20 minutes from yeah. where we're at. Yeah. But we did go. 
what was it, Dean's Chicken and Waffles? Uh-huh. Uh, no, D- Dane's. 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 Dane's Chicken, Chicken and Waffles, Waffles. Which was absolutely fucking great. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, I don't know who originated the Chicken and Waffles thing, but I know when I first was hip to it, it was in L.A. Because L.A. is famous for Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Uh, and I haven't been in the one in L.A. in so long, but that fucking waffle is so soft and sweet. And you could just fold it without it uh, breaking apart. Like, I don't like a crunchy waffle, like the Lego, the Eggo you put in the fucking toaster oven. I like them when they're soft and, and, and cakey. Yeah, but see, I like Roscoe's waffle. It's a little, little, a little bit of crust. crust on the top. I don't and like, then, hey, it's good, but I, I, but long story short, that waffle from, what is it? Dane, Dane, what is it? Dane's. Dane's. That, I had a, a gingerbread. If, 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 if any of y'all ever make it to Raleigh, you got to go to Dane's chicken and waffle i had a gingerbread waffle with vanilla almond butter yeah that yours did look amazing with that jesus i have never tasted something more fucking delicious and to, to anybody that eats pancakes waffles anything cakey or pastry if you wash it down with anything other than ice cold milk that is sacrilegious i don't drink milk. you should be smashed in your forehead with a ball peen hammer it, it's it's that waffle, dude, it was literally when you eat something so good, your eyes close. It, it felt like black mall music was going on in my mouth, like black <laughs> jazz mall music. It was just a... Well, uh, they were playing great jazz in there, too. Yeah, that's, that's what it did. And, and when I heard the music and I've been into the waffle, I put the two together and I was like, oh, my God, that's what this waffle tastes like. It tastes like jazz music you hear at the black mall. It was It was just... Oh, with the with the cold milk, to oh God! No, I knew you were enjoying it, and I know how good oh. the waffle was to you, only because you had something that you like. That I know that you really like because I seen you look for it and you ordered it a few times, but I saw you really enjoy that, and then you had the waffle, and that took it up another level. The first thing you had though was the the shrimp and grits. Oh, the the Missy's sassy shrimp and grits. Uh, that was gourmet. Here, style. Here's how I knew this place was going to be good, though. When we walked in, just by the nature of it chicken and waffles like the one in roscoe's got mexicans cooking the food and you know yeah i always say there's nothing better than to eat whatever the nationality of food is supposed to be cooked by that nationality in la you know you got yeah you might see unless you go in the hood when you know niggas is cooking soul food uh a lot of times Mex- mexicans be cooking the italian food not authentic italians uh, Mexicans cook everything but the Mexican food. <laughs> um, well, Roscoe's in Hollywood. That, that who's cooking in there? Mexicans, really? Because yeah. the one in Long Beach isn't. Yeah, I've never been to the one in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, a- but the one in and the one in L.A. Um, but they had black cooks over at uh, Dean's. 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 I keep saying Dean's. Dean's. Um, and there's a lot of black people in there. It was packed. So I was like, this shit gonna be official. And it was, and I saw Miss Sassy's shrimp and grits with a dual sausage, cheese, and onions. <sighs> Let's just have a moment of silence for that excellence. I, I got a question to ask. It was really. fucking spectacular. So you you brought up that there was black folks in there, yeah, and you you got excited when you said it. So yeah. when a black dude walks into a a place and there's lots of black folks in the place. Mm-hmm. You think that's how white people feel like when a uh, heavyweight boxers actually like winning fights? A white a white heavyweight boxer? Is that do you feel that same way? Is that the 
That white people feel that way? No, like white people get excited when it's a, like a white heavyweight boxer that's like winning fights. Like Jerry Clooney. Dude, that hasn't been a, a I know. So, but since Clooney. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But is that how you would feel? Is that how black folks feel when they walk into a place and it's black folks instead of a bunch of white folks in it? Um, I don't know. I don't know that we associate it from that standpoint. It's just anywhere we see some of our own, we feel safe. But then again, I shouldn't say that because a lot of times when we kill each other it's in a place where there's a lot of our own <laughs> so I, I don't know but but uh it's just a comfort thing to a degree so i guess that might answer no, I, the question i uh, just think it's funny that you want this is what you know well, no, because because when it comes to the food yeah when, when you know what you're going to be eating it's like when you go to fried chicken right. and there's shrimp and grits and you know, uh, you know, we're gonna put our we're gonna put our, our whip wop on it. Like, you know, we're gonna put our crossover uh, Allen Iverson on shit. No, I got it. That's like when they say you don't go to a truck stop that no one's at because it's gonna be bad food. When right. you go into a a soul food place, if there ain't black folks sitting at the tables, right, it ain't gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, say, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, but then you did something that was blasphemous, man. man you just don't get that. You, 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 you and you had. Waffle with a heart-shaped boneless chicken breast fried. It was just that chicken breast. The I like the chicken on the bone better. But right. They don't, but only they only do the breast there, and they cut they, they uh, cut it in half and then open it up so it looks like a heart. Right. Because um, um, it cooks faster when they when you do it that way. How ironic that they would <clears throat> put the chicken fried chicken in the shape of a heart. Yeah. When you're eating probably the deadliest thing for your heart, chicken and waffles. <laughs> um, but then, dude, you put, you put syrup. On your waffle with the chicken still on it. Yeah. So you had syrup on your fried chicken. Yeah. With hot sauce. And hot sauce. Yeah. So you had hot sauce in the waffle. Yeah. And syrup on the chicken. Well, I mainly put the hot sauce on the chicken. But it's all drippage. It, it, so it blends yeah. together. Yeah. But you get that sweet heat. You get the waffle and you get the chicken. It's unbelievable. You could still get all that bite after bite. With separation, and, but I, w- I want it all. I want it to explode into my mouth into a oh. taste sensation. I ain't never seen nobody do no shit like that before. Oh, it was delicious. That was disgusting. No, and and here, and I'm gonna give Dane's. I'm gonna give him a thumbs up. I know that that isn't my kind of waffle. I like the other kind of waffle, the mm. thinner waffle. Uh, it was gourmet waffle. I felt like. Uh, I felt like. Uh, never mind, because I'm not gonna. Why I don't? I can never. Samuel L. Jackson when uh. he's talking to. Uh, the dude who made the movie—I don't even remember his Quentin name. Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. This is some real gourmet coffee shit right, right here. Right, yeah, right. no, that's what I felt about that waffle. I like right. that fucking just that that waffle, that waffle iron round. Oh. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, 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 you know, but it's still it's still a thumbs up place. It was great food, dude. I don't know if it was it definitely the gingerbread waffle. I know that she said it was cinnamon in it too. Yeah. So I think between the ginger, the cinnamon. And that vanilla almond butter, the vanilla almond butter, and then good. the syrup—it was, it, it, oh, god, it was, it was, it was delicious. But this is what I want to tell you. Right. Next week we're going to be in Phoenix. Right. My hometown. Okay. I'm going to take you to Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. I hope Lolo's hears this on Wednesday, so when we go in there, we get free shit, and we get some. We get taken care of. I don't know how much free shit is going to be given out, but we get taken care of. Lolo's Chicken Waffles, they have two locations, but the downtown location is my favorite one. Mm. And uh, the waffle like I like. The grits, they don't do them up as, as the same way as they did there, but their food is spectacular. All right. So, and I ain't paying for shit while I'm in Phoenix. Oh, now I'm broke, too. <laughs> 
Yo, this is your this is your backyard. Yeah, this is my this is gonna be your birthday present to you when we go oh, out there. Dude, uh fucking so yeah, Deans, right? Danes. Danes. Uh get out the Danes if y'all come here. Yeah, it is it is definitely worth and, the trip. And get the get the get the Miss Sassy shrimp and grits. That Adul sausage, it was sweet. You could taste the butter. It, it's 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 the it, it was it was great. It was I, fe- great. I felt like I missed out on that one because that that did look great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the waffle is good. I'm not knocking the waffle. It's just not the style that I eat. Right. Right. Like, because I like all my stuff together, and that yeah, I like it when the waffle's a little thinner. It all works together a little bit. You like your waffle like you like your women. A little thinner. A little thinner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they serve black man waffles. Black woman, black man. Waffles. You better call Roscoe's because they have the waffles I like. So I, I, and I, I don't think I can go back to Roscoe's now. This this put that to shame, man. Oh man, they're gonna be mad at you at Roscoe's. Uh, them motherfuckers, they ain't, don't even know. They don't they care. Ain't, they ain't gonna know. They do so much business. They ain't, yeah. Um, so that 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 was a great part about being out here. We've been going mm. out to this uh, place, PR. Uh, what is it called? Uh, what's the the bar we've been going to at night? I don't even remember. Here, I got the shirt on. What, what, what's it say in the back there? Oh shit! Uh, damn, oh. you got the damn to take the whole oh, vest off. Hold on, you have to get your, your hoodie off. PR, it's on your chest. PR. Yeah, but it's called. Uh, Oh, the actual long name. Yeah, so we can give us... Oh, Players Retreat. That's it. Yeah. Players Retreat. Uh, they've been really good to us. Not, well, well, they gave us some t-shirts, and they were nice to us. So, uh, I thought they were good. They were yeah. nice to us last night. You got taken care of. Yeah, they always take care of me. I, I told it, you. It's, it seems like a big comic hangout after the show's there. Because it's the only place to hang out after the show this close, unless you take a ride to downtown. And I like that you can... Eat. You can drink outside. Outside, and then they serve food till literally two in the morning. So, um, so now let's talk about this horrible president. Okay, <laughs> this piece of shit. <laughs> this this is the latest piece of shittiness. Now you know I've defended him a little bit. Not yeah. like, I don't like the dude, but I defended the presidency is right. more so. What I, and and trying to find policies that I think that right uh, work. For America, but I got to tell you, I have, I have given up, like even trying to say anything, because this guy and the way he works his mouth. Even if he had something good to say, I don't care right. what he had to say that was good to. He could give you a million dollars, but how, somehow he would say it into you in a way that you wouldn't even want the fucking million dollars. <laughs> um. So for those, if you watching the news, the Trump Tower was on fire, uh, and uh, one person died. But he sends out a tweet and he goes, fire at Trump Tower is out, very confined, and in parentheses, well-built building, firemen, and again, in parentheses, and women did a great job. Thank you. And I'm just like, so the part about, and this, I think he tweeted this before he knew someone died. Yeah. But then even after he found out, he should have sent out another tweet, which of course he didn't. Like a condolence tweet. Right. Yeah. But because he died, guy died in your building. Right. Uh and, you know, he, he just, I went, you know, what about the part about, well, thank goodness no one was hurt first. Then all the other narcissistic shit about your building. Uh, and I'm just going, at some point, this man needs to be visited by three ghosts this Christmas. This man is the true definition of Ebenezer Scrooge. He reminds me of a combination between Scrooge and Biff from Back to the Future. He's just, what a piece of caca. I just can't. I just don't understand how that's the first thing you think about when your building's on fire. I mean, my building's on fire. Is everybody okay? We're going to get this under right. control. 
Uh, last thing is very well built building. Yeah, that should be the thing after everything's out and all the uh, everything right. comes out. Like you know, just thank God we the building was built well. I had great architects. Uh, we were prepared for you know such an nothing nothing like that. But oh. even that said, politely seems wrong. Just the timing. Well, I Did said after just, right, after right, not right. not 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 first response. Right. Uh, like like if there was first responders, people would be running in the building, and he'd be standing outside telling them how well the building's made. I mean that's right. that's exactly how it sounds. Right. Or he would have said he'd have ran in there with his bare hands and put the fire out himself. But uh, while he's tweeting, right. Uh, so. Uh, I just don't know what's wrong with this guy. So there's a bunch of people that commented on, on Trump, and everybody said basically, uh, that, "How is that your first response?" I don't even understand why he felt the need to put and women in parentheses. No, it could have been fire people, firemen, and women, but why women specifically in parentheses to show he's not the jerk towards women that we think he is because he mentioned women. But I think I think women took it the other way, where it's like he. He like oh, I, firemen and, and some women. That almost looks like you you're making yourself guilty. Yeah, because it didn't, and even when I did that, I I made little parentheses with my hands, like right. how Trump would do it, like and some women, like right, some right, little right, right, a right. little bit of women, right? <laughs> you know, not regular women, maybe right. tougher women, right? Maybe women that you know that that, I, and I'm not saying that to anyone. I'm just saying that's a Trump kind of idea. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've had such a hard time, and in my heart, it's hard for me to defend. Uh, I, I, there's some things I do like that he that has happened, but I, I don't. I can't even feel good saying that there's these few things because of the overwhelming majority of the fucked up shit that I, I feel towards him. Trump, Trump, even when he does good, anything good from Trump, it's like a birthday cake with shit in the middle. <laughs> Shit frosting on your birthday? No, cake? no, no, no. That no. shit it's, feeling. It's shit feeling. Yeah, like they, everything before you cut into this is a birthday cake. Whatever your favorite cake is, red velvet, lemon, white, chocolate. From the outside, you can't wait to eat this motherfucker. But the moment you bite into this bitch, it is caca. Yeah, I can't even argue with this stuff anymore. I really can't. I really can't. I'm disappointed uh, that somebody. I mean, he has enough money. Go to charm school. I'm not saying that you have to be charming, but go to char- just learn how, learn how to not just grab your knife with the and your fork with bare hands and eat like an animal. I mean, I'm not saying that's what he does. I'm saying that's how he right, talks. Right, right. It's it's so just aggressive and and ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think we're trying to be a little nicer because the last podcast was a little bit more uh, what. I don't know. We were just—I don't know. Like people noticed it. We got a lot. Of, we got comments on it. People yeah, I know. It. We it was it was a strong, healthy debate. Yeah. Slash tutelage. Yeah, but it wasn't even dark though. I didn't think it was dark. I no, thought it was. No, I no, thought no. it was. But some people said it was. Uh, I, I just thought it was uh, a conversation that was held by people that have uh, that want things that want to express some things and were expressed in a way that you could actually follow a conversation. <laughs> Look, speaking of dark, uh, remember the video I showed you? Oh, yeah. The thing on Twitter? Yeah. Listen, man, I've said several times on this podcast, I am either very much searching f- for answers about God and religion since I'm so on the fence and I'm inches away from being an atheist. But that being said, if there truly is a God, uh, I put a prayer in the air. For my man, if y'all haven't seen the video on Twitter, 
of the three people in the car. It's a dude sitting in the driver's seat, <clears throat> a chick sitting in the passenger seat, and this guy in the back. And long story short, you witness a murder uh, on this fucking video. It was on Facebook Live, right? It was on Facebook Live, and then eventually found its way onto Twitter. And I'm sure some of y'all might know what I'm talking about. Um, and I really wish Twitter would fucking do something where you could pick and choose. Like, there's like a disclaimer that comes up and goes, warning, if you want to watch this, click on. Don't just, because when you scroll through Twitter, man, and sometimes you see shit and you just stop and, well, what's this about? Um, I wish they would warn you because some of that shit, man, like Twitter has literally snuff films on it. Like, like just pure, either motherfuckers committing suicide. I've seen wild shit on Twitter that, you know, back, back in the day when you thought Faces of Death was real and you found out it was fake. Twitter is really Faces of Death sometimes. I've seen clips of motherfuckers getting shot point blank range. I remember I saw a clip of a dude who uh, committed suicide. He jumped off a balcony and you literally see the man's body fly through the air and the pop that hits the ground. I saw one where some black dude in some foreign third world country was stabbing a white broad in the stomach she started bleeding and then he fucking decapitated decapitated her i mean it's it's wild shit to be on twitter but anyway the big thing people were trying to figure out in this video is if you know this guy got killed because the gun went off accidentally it was an accident and most people was like nah yo this is a setup this is a fucking setup and and the way it breaks down is the dude in the back and the girl that's sitting up front are talking shit and they're playing with, they, they got this gun up front and the dude in the back goes, yo, it ain't loaded. But then at one point the girl cocks it. And then anybody knows anything about fucking with a gun. When you cock it and you hear that, it's fucking loaded. There's one in the chamber. And at one point you see the guy in the back look both ways from left to right. Like is the coast clear? Which tells you, number one, why sitting in a car are you looking to make sure nobody's around? That's setup clue number one. Number two, at one point, the guy tells the girl, the guy sitting in the front, yo, you're making me nervous. You're making me nervous. And dude says it ain't loaded. But then again, you hear the cock back. So, you know, it's bullshit. That's clue number two. At one point, uh, the guy that gets shot says to the girl before she shoots him, yo, where you from? So he don't even know this broad. So you you fucking with people you don't know. And then last but not least, as she's pointing the gun near the guy's face, she goes, uh, yeah, say something, bitch. Because she's playing the camera the whole time. Yeah, this is what we do out here. We draw down. We draw down. And then she looks and goes, say something, bitch. Pow. And dude gets shot in the, in the head. And you just see him tilt his head ever so slightly as he's, you know, life is leaving his body. And blood leaking out of his head all over his shirt. And it was one of those moments when I saw it. I just had my hand over my mouth like, yo. And when you really look at it, I'm like, yo, this was a setup. And they tried to use the fact that they put it on Facebook Live as the alibi to go, oh, we was blah, blah, blah. It was an accident. Look at the, look at the footage. And they ran out of the car. And they, and they ran out of the car immediately. It was an accident. You could see it was an accident, which is the alibi. But. She didn't say anything like, oh, my God, or anything. Right, right, right. I'm telling you, when you look at the motherfucker and you study it, you don't have to be a detective on First 48. This was a setup. It's wild. And, I, and, I, and they said that if you, if you read the report, 
I think he's on life support. And I, you know, I hope he pulls through. But at the same time, maybe death is better because you're a vegetable. I mean, how much brain? I mean, I, that went in his head. That went in his head. You saw the blood leaking out of his head. It was that was wild shit, man. It it was I was I, I watched it and then I thought it wasn't real. So I watched it right. again. And then when you realize it's real, then you yeah. feel bad that you watched it. Yeah. A second time. Yeah. But the way you described it was was almost because I seen it, I guess. It was emotionally more effective to me to hear you describe how it went down than actually watching it because it doesn't even look real when it when you're watching the video. Cuz the shock of it yeah. It just, the shock of it is just like, what the fuck did I just watch? You know, and I think some of it that didn't look real is how easy it is to kill somebody or like to attempt to kill them. I mean, that, she just. Well, it's easy. It's easy to be. Well, I don't know that it's easy to kill someone because I, you know. The way that. If they, any, any human being, I don't think that's an easy thing. It seemed easy to her. Well, she's not a human being. She just, I mean, it just was like, and then you just watched it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you uh, know, stop hitchhiking, <laughs> get, get Ubers and Lyfts. Listen, man, it, it made me it made me put into perspective how, you know, I need to be watch what I do because I because, you know, I'm a real to myself, dude. And like I said to you, you know, you see me in, when I'm out. If I don't know you, I'm, I'm standoffish, but I'm not an asshole. Right. And, you know, I'm Hey, I'm a fan, dog and blah, blah, blah. And you show me love and respect. I give it back. You know what I mean? But sometimes I, I might give it two back. And, and, and that just lets you know you got to keep your guard up. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep your fucking guard up. It was wild shit, man. But that's, and that's, you, you do have to watch it. Cause after the show, when you, after the show and we're, you'll go out, you'll hang out with, you'll, you'll hang out with people that are just cool to you. I mean, I do, but I still, I still, yeah. You know what I mean? I still got my, well, you don't I hang got out. my, I got my Floyd Mayweather defense right shoulder. Rolled chin tuck, you know. I'm st- I still got my defenses up, but but you, but it has to be the right people. But you do, you'll talk to people after the show and yeah, and talk a little bit. That so yeah, you do have to be. This world isn't. I don't know, man. It's just not what I thought. After like we, we said this a little bit in last podcast, we've been so, supposedly civilized for long enough that we should be able to be a little bit better at it than this. Yeah, well, but that one was rough. Uh. God, that was rough. Yeah, nah, yeah, it's, it's it's tough, man. Do you know where that was at? It was in Houston. I think right? it was in Houston. You know, like that. There's just shit. Like I said, man. I, I, and and I'm so again, I'm so addicted to Twitter because you know whether it's my my primarily it's whenever I go back and forth for people, I love feeling like I can outwit somebody. And when motherfuckers try to go back and forth with me with some verbal mental shit, I can tell when I've won, and I love and I love that win. Uh, and then plus they got porn on there, you know what I mean? So it's like you know, ain't nothing like coming across some some porn you can chill and watch on your phone. But again, some shit you don't be ready for. Like I, there have been times when I'm scrolling through the thing and boom, it's a dude sucking another dude's dick or, or, or getting shafted up the ass, and that fucks up my whole breakfast. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? I'm about to eat sausage, nigga. So. uh <laughs> Come on, man. Damn. Uh, I ain't let be who you are. Each his own, you know, Mazel Tov. But come on, man. That's come a lot on. to be posting. Come on, man. That's a lot come to be on. posting. Two strong butt muscles at work. Come on, man. 
well, and not that it offends me, but sometimes when I get to open up my uh, Twitter because of some people that I followed, uh, you know, I might have a, a vagina that pops up real fast. But that's beautiful. That, that's... Yeah, but sometimes you don't. I, mean, I could be with my with some kids, or you know, and at the mall, or something. I don't, right. It would like you said. It would be nice if there was just a little a little screen that just said right. you're about to see some. Let me ask you. I, this is something I've always been curious about, and I would really love to know the answer on this. If you were on a plane with your laptop, right, and you as long as you had your headphones in so nobody could hear it, but you on a plane, laptop, big screen, motherfuckers walking by, can see, would you be allowed to watch porn? No, I don't. I don't think so. There was something that someone was reading, like a hustler or something, on the plane, uh-huh. and I and I don't know the story. I'd have to look it up, but there was something where they didn't want it out. Like who I, didn't want it out? The, 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 I don't know what the outcome was, but the uh, the the the, uh, air, the people the, what flight was, the flight attendants didn't want it out. I didn't want to call them stewardesses. Right. The flight attendants didn't want it out. Right. And you don't know if they said something to him? I think they said something to him, but I don't know if that was legally correct or not. I'd like to know the legal re- because they could they could not like something or not want something, but that don't, that's just them, right? I, I wonder if you would have to put it away. If you would have to. Could they make you? Is there is there a law? I would love to know that. I don't know. Maybe that you have to get those VR glasses and you could just sit there and watch your porn. You know those glasses that. Nah, but then that takes the fun out of it. I want to be able to watch my porn in the open. You know is everybody mean? looking at you? Yeah, you don't mind pants your, open. Mind your business. Oh, that's, no, that's right. You, you don't you don't do that though. No, anyway. no, 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 not beating off. Just but I'm watching my shit. Same way I would watch, you know, uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or Casablanca. I'm just, I got my porn out, man. Mind your business. It's just your movie. It's just my movie. I don't know, man. I, I want to know that, man. Would you do it? I'm afraid you see. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But if you could, I wouldn't do it. I'm not a big porn watcher, man. I really, I'm really not. That's what I'm saying. Like I, the dudes that go out and buy, I never bought a fucking porno. The dudes that go into the shop specifically to go, I'm buying porn. I've never done that. Have you ever been to a porn shop? Yeah. Dude, I think that's the, it is the funnest place to go shopping. Let me tell you something. Uh, what is it called in L.A.? The Pleasure Chest. Like, I bought sex toys and shit to try on broads. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I've gone, yeah, I've done that. But, uh, yeah, man. It, um, yeah, it's always, it, porn shops is wild, man. Everything is in that motherfucker. I, I I think it's funny. Uh, there was a, there's a comic. I'm not going to say which one. But um, I was hanging out with him. He wanted to go to this porn store. Because this girl was coming out to meet him. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to go grab some stuff. And she was coming out the next day. So he wanted to get it that night after the show. So, mm. so it was late. It was like 1230 at night, 1 o'clock at night. The characters that are in a porn store mm. at 1 o'clock, 1 a.m. Right. It's definitely worth It's worth just the entertainment value to go watch these people in the store. Porn stores, all, all, they all have a funny smell, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's like just overbearing rubber. Well, strip clubs have that kind of smell, too, though. Nah, I don't get that out of a strip club. You don't? Nah. Ah, I smell something weird in a strip uh-huh. club. Yeah, no, it just... Porn stars smell like... I mean, I mean, uh, por- yeah, por- well, porno stores, they smell like used ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ass has just been 
through a lot of wear and tear. This is not going to have anything to do with this conversation, but I got to tell you this because I think this it kind of goes with it. When I was in uh, college, I worked for this uh, restaurant company and they delivered restaurant supplies. We had an account with this biggest porno store in Tucson. I think it was called Empire or something like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. what, but they used to order ten cases of Kleenex from us every week. Mm. And one day the price of the Kleenex went up, and they said, "Nope." These guys can figure it out for themselves, and they stopped ordering Kleenex for the booze. Mm. <laughs> and maybe that's why it smells in these places now, because they don't... Old semen? Old semen, just Oof. semen up against the wall. Oof. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, you had, you had uh, since we're in the realm of pornography and homosexual, I don't know how... Magic Johnson's son, that picture you Oh, yeah, that, that, that picture. What was that about? It was something that Artie Lang tweeted, and it was basically... it was. Can you read the tweet? Yeah, I can read the tweet. I, and it's, it's... I don't know. It's kind of a little mean. Magic's son, boy. Like, listen, again, be who you are to each his own. Everybody should be happy. La, 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 la. But... but, but uh, God, I mean, they're, 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 I guess there's levels to everything in life, but that motherfucker is at the. He he would be the the final boss in a video game where you'd have to cut down a boss at every level. He would be the final boss well, of Sugar Tree. That nigga is sweet, but dude, he's a dude. And very, but very feminine, but still oh. a dude. You see the, the clothes he was wearing. Oh, his clothes. That nigga's whole. But he's very proud. And he looks, okay. Here, let me ask you this question before we even go into the suite. You remember what he looked like before he lost all that weight? Yeah. Before he came out. Yeah. Before he came out, he was a fat gay he guy in like the closet. A fat gay bear. But now he came out. He's right. himself. He's healthy. He's thin. Yes. He, he looks like a person should look other than. Don't say other than. I, I, that's dangerous. <laughs> You're making it seem yeah. like there's something wrong with yeah. it. Don't say other than. Okay. Other than his uh, his choice of attire, even as a – I don't know if that is – well, you know what? He's fashionable. There's people that think he's a fashion icon, so maybe I shouldn't say other than. Uh, that's not yes, my – Yes, honey. That's, yes. My, that's not my fashion style. Yes. That's not my fashion style, but he looks <laughs> – This nigga. He looks much better than he did when he was in the closet and fat. Oh, and I'm not saying anything against fat people either. See, you can't even have a conversation anymore without a bunch of – but he looks healthier. There's the word. He looks healthier now. Okay, so this was already like... It's raining, man. Hallelujah. Go ahead, read to uh, Magic Sun. Imagine uh, time travel to 1992 to visit Magic Johnson with good and bad news. And hold on, stop. Let me stop real quick. You should start it again. But before you do, just people who don't know, Artie Lang spent two years on Mad TV. Uh, and he's uh, he was I don't know if he's still doing is he still doing Howard Stern no no he 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 left Stern yeah and then he was like one of Stern's sidekicks for a while so he's a comedian but go ahead and he was great on Stern when he was there right but then he had another uh, relapse right and uh, that was that was it right uh, so Magic Sun uh, imagine time travel to 1992 to visit Magic Johnson. Uh, with good and bad news you're gonna live long okay that's the bad news. Uh, Oh, that's the bad news. Okay. When you're old and making a list of 10 uh, worst pieces of news you ever got, finding out your... Ah, my phone cut out. Uh, finding out your basketball career is over because your HIV positive will be a distant second. Did you think it was funny? 
No, because it's making fun of his son. Well, no, his son is not above being made fun of. But it's making fun of his son for being... Gay? Gay and, that's and not, flamboyantly that, that's, gay. That's, that's, not about, that's not above being made fun of either. It, it's the actual joke. Is it funny? No. Okay. I, I didn't think it was that funny. Did you think it was no, funny? No, 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 no. It, it, it sounds like, if you, especially if you didn't know he was a comedian, it's an attack. Well, but, but I, even knowing he's a comedian, I don't, I don't see where the joke is. But if you look at how he's, but see, this is where we, this is this is the line that I have to travel when I'm talking about this. The way he's dressed, it may not be funny. It's funny. It, it's very uh, sheer and very funny, funny, and very feminine, funny, funny, very soft, funny. So, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe he could have made fun of his attire. I guess because what it almost sounds like he's saying is. Your basketball career being over because you HIV positive pales in comparison to the fact that your son is gay. But he's trying to say, but For, uh, this but gay. I, I know, but uh, I, and I don't even get where it's this gay. It just to me reads like he's gay, and if that's the boom boom, I could see everybody in the crowd doing as you would do and go, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. What's wrong with what's wrong with him being gay? So that's why I'm saying, where's the funny? Maybe it just missed the mark. Not everybody get not every joke is on. Uh, and I like Artie. I think he's funny. Listen, even jokes that hit the mark with some people miss the mark. I, I'm just saying, like, and listen, I you know me, I, I you know, I love to cut the throats of the crowds to, in terms of making them laugh. I love to kill them. Yeah, um, it's like when I do the, the the Michael Sam joke, and I go uh, Michael Sam, gay football player. I bought his jersey and it had fifteen S's on the back. Yeah, you see where that's funny. Yeah, because you, I'm going, yeah. damn, all the S's. You, so you see, yeah. that's obvious. I don't know that that's obvious. I, I don't get anything from that other than because your son is gay. Because with the, I guess where it's what makes it off the mark, or what makes it feel not funny to me is that that means that the way the joke is structured that uh the magic would have to look at his son and be just dis- more disappointed in his son than having hiv and that's that's and then you could throw that in there too for a reason why it's not not funny yeah yeah because uh and like that and, and if he, he would if he would have compared him to something finding out that your son looks like yeah and then whatever the like is you visually go oh that's fucking hilarious because he does look like that that would be a joke but all that feels like is a comment to go man your son gay yeah yeah like it's a knock on magic yeah yeah more so yeah, yeah yeah um i mean i don't know i i i i hate to i hate to knock another comedian uh, comics Work though, like that. I don't, I don't well, you know, but that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but we, that, we're, yeah. we're analyzing the joke, the joke itself, and right. the structure of the joke. Yeah. All right. I don't feel bad then. Yeah. But I like Artie, I think. and I like Artie too. You know, uh, but I'm just, I, I could just tell uh, based on that that would be a quiet moment in a comedy club. Yeah. Well, especially in this, especially here in uh, Raleigh, they don't like you making fun of anybody in Raleigh. That's what I noticed. No, I don't think that's it. You don't think so? Mm-mm. They get a little... Okay. I, I didn't think that they liked... Well, maybe. Uh, I felt that way. 
I was trying to find this other one about uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Tweeted out a, a truce, I guess, to uh, mm-hmm. Sean Hannity mm. about making fun of uh, the First Lady. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I don't know where it's at, but I thought that was interesting. And because uh, I didn't think. Since we're talking about jokes, though, let's talk about the Gary Owen thing. Okay. Um, you know, you got the video where I guess him and Mike Blackson, until you told me it's a fake fight, I thought they were really beefing. Uh, but, and I think I've, I've even read where someone said Gary's done this joke before. But basically, it's Gary Owen with his black wife. And he's saying, talking shit to Michael Blackson, but he's using his wife to say the, say nigga, as opposed to him. To insert so, it where it to works. insert it where it belongs. So he'll say, Gary himself will say, "Hey, Michael, blah 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 blah," and his wife will fill in, "Nigga." Um, and I tweeted, "Listen, the comedian in me, my comic bone, is saying that I should go for this." But quite honestly, I don't know how I feel about this. And if I had to pick a feeling, it doesn't lean towards ha-ha. And again, I I never, ever want to police jokes because I like my jokes, my own personal jokes, to be as in-your-face, as wild, as raunchy, and as provocative as possible. Uh, But you also tweeted that out too, Gary. It's not like you're just saying this on the podcast. You tweeted that out too. No, I didn't tweet it to him personally. Okay, I thought you did. Uh, I don't think I did. Uh, I just commented on it, and um, but I, but I just I kind of felt like most black people felt when you read the comments. She should know better. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's just uh, anything where white people are wanting to use that word in a playful manner just feels. God, it's, it sounds hypocritical, but I just can't get past the history of this country. That word is just off limits to them. That's the one word that is just, I can't, it, it, this is tough for me, man, because again, now I'm thinking about your joke. Okay. And, and, which in, in the, and let's, con- let's in, be in the a, context of your joke, Okay, let's be honest. It's good. It. Yeah. Then, so, but let's be honest about it, because then I want to say that in my set, I might use that word. Right. Okay. And you said you might. Yeah, I'm just you saying. Do. I know, but I'm just saying. Why it you that say way. might? Well, maybe I won't do that joke every set. No, no. Why are we going into a different direction? Own up to your joke. No, I'm saying. I'm not trying to not own up to it. I'm just saying. If you come to the show and I don't do it, I don't want someone coming up to me and go, "Hey, what happened to that?" You know. And if they did, so what? I don't know. Okay, so in that, I do do that, and and we went over this joke many times. Me and you have right. gone over it before. Um, and it was a joke that I had well before I met you. Right. Because it was a, it was a, a personal experience in my life, right? Okay, so, but then how can you say that about Gary's joke and then and then give me a pass? Because your joke, and I don't think you just hit it. Your joke is really based off some shit that you've been through. Whereas with Gary, I'm just feeling like this is my way of saying nigga without saying nigga, nigga. Yeah, I'm also that. Fe- it, it feels different to me. It did. Well, the way she said it, too. I don't give a fuck how she said it. It, 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 it. It's I'm using her to express what I know I can't. Yeah. So because I'm using her, that takes the heat off me. I just other people have used that in a way, though, too. But more, it was more playful. I don't know. It was something about the way she said it. That, it it wasn't the, so much the way she said it. It's just the fact that she said it within the in the in the framework of 
this is what I'm saying to you, Michael. But because I can't say it, I'm going to let her yeah. say it. Well, she says it yeah, for my man. She did, like, yeah. he, or he says it for my like some Somehow. And I think now man. that you told me it's a fake beef, that takes some of the pressure off. Because if it was a real beef and he's going, I'm, I'm jokingly using my wife to say this because we beefing and I want to say it, but I can't say it, but she'll say it. I don't know. It just it felt weird to me. It just felt weird to me. Yeah. I mean, when I first heard it, I didn't know that it was a right. fake beef. I thought that it was, it felt uncomfortable. Right. And, and not to mention when I, do, when I do what I do, it's still uncomfortable. I, even though I know it's coming from not a place that is, I'm the only one getting called that in the whole, the whole time. Right. But it's still uncomfortable. It's always been uncomfortable for me. And that's what you call me out for is for letting it be uncomfortable for me when I, it, it's, it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. Or it should be, I guess. Uh, but now that you think about it and you put it together, do you still, do you still, what, what do you think about the way that I do it? I think, no, I think you're fine. Um, cause again, I know where it comes from and I've seen the bit, uh, and I've had people come up to me and actually say to me that they never thought they would be, they would laugh at a white dude saying that. Okay. So even more reason why it lends itself to why you're, yeah, but I wanted to know right. when you're, because now you just, you compared them apples to apples. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's something interesting that I uh, I didn't know about you. Yeah. That I thought was uh, that was funny. Uh, I uh, recently listened to your Opie and Anthony, where you had an issue with some uh, some people down in uh, Miami. Ron some and Paul, uh, the Ron and Paul show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wish I could take that back. Yeah. The way I handled it, because that's that's one of the reasons why I'm looked at in Hollywood is that dude. Because that once that came at that all everybody heard about that was that did that get in like the the entertainment yeah in, yeah it did yeah so I, if I if I could do that over I would have handled that differently I still wouldn't have done what they wanted me to do because they wanted me to shuck and jive but my reaction to it would have been different it might have done it off 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 air no I just probably you know would have would have handled myself better in the way of hey look you know. I still would have stuck my stood my ground in terms of now nah, I'm good. Would you turn around and come back? No, that's what I mean. I wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't have come back. I would have just you know, as Jay Z say, brush your shoulders off. Uh, it was very interesting though because Patrice O'Neal, yeah, who's and I and, and that's and I often will listen to that clip from time to time just because it was my one interaction with Patrice, and if and I was like, it reminds me, I interacted with Patrice, so yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question this way then. And I still want to talk about it a little bit more because I think it's interesting and people should look it up because it's, it's worth listening to. Right. Uh, but here's my question then. If you could never have an interaction with Patrice or have that interaction with Patrice, would you give up? Would you change, <laughs> would you change not going back there and not having an interaction with Patrice? Yeah, because in the long run... You might have had a different interaction with them if you. And even if I didn't, in the long run, uh, like I said, it, it it it's it's hurt me. It hurt. And so, but you get yeah. you get along with these guys now. It's not that we get along, but you know, again, part of it was to. Um, okay, let me just say, say this really quick. Yeah, I just want to explain this to people who are listening to it. So Aries goes in, and uh, and, and people who don't understand this because you don't do morning radio. 
every DJ is different. And there's some really good DJs out there, and there's some really shitty ones out there. Right. And the really good ones really, really will take uh, the comedian and walk him into a room that works for him setting up things and putting it together for that comedian so that they can do what they do. And there's other comedians and you have, you say this sometimes on stage if someone yells out to you, right. Hey, do Jay Z. Yeah. And you'll yell. So you have, you have some things that you'll yell back at him because you're right. not a jukebox basically. Right. Uh, and when you get treated like that at six o'clock in the morning, when you were up the <laughs> night before until two o'clock, you know, you right. were doing your job. And so you get back late and now you have to be up two o'clock in the morning and someone's just telling you basically to dance. Right. Or like uh, I think it was Norton who said said basically soft shoe do a little soft, soft shoe. shoe yeah yeah um, and you may not want to do that especially if they have attitude that you can't get behind and so Aries yeah. walked in and uh, you'd already done other stuff that day right. and you've handled the day was going fine and yeah. these guys and you guys just did not click and they wanted you just to be a jukebox right and you uh, you didn't give them what they wanted and you left and then they started talking shit about you on the radio right. I'm, and, and and I came back and uh, and you know now from from being on the road with me every yeah. now and then you'll go with me to press again there's levels to shit so just like you know you got shit comedians you got good comedians you got genius masterpiece comedians same thing in the world of radio you got guys who are hokey hey welcome to the big buzz morning show and they got all kind of Buttons they push for bells and whistles and ah, fake applause. And, you know, I'm John and I'm Kathy. So it's the hokey shit. And then you got guys, not to say that that's bad, but you got those guys. You got guys who are really great at doing radio. They know the right questions to ask. They're prepared. They give you as much as you give them. They make you want to give give it up at 6 o'clock in the morning when you don't feel like it. And then you got guys who fucking suck. Um, and you go, Jesus, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Um, and then you got guys who got egos. And like some radio dudes, especially if they don't know who you are, which is ridiculous because, again, if you do your homework, you're supposed to know who the people are. Right. Uh, but some dudes, they don't even give a fuck. This is their city. They're the number one station. They're the man. In this market. And they're only famous for their voice on the radio. No one knows what they look like. And that's a big ego problem with right, these guys, too. Right, right, So these some of these dudes, when you walk in, they got their chest out. Like, you know, you should be honored to be on my, my shit. So I, dance, I'm, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm going to sell tickets for you. Right. And 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 at this, at this time, them guys really didn't know who I was. Um, and I wasn't, you know, Mad TV was, you know, obviously what it was, but... Since then, my star's risen a little bit more. And I think once they found out, holy shit, long story short, they eventually had me back. And we made amends. And it wasn't like we was, you know, partying together. But it was still slightly a bit uncomfortable. But we made amends. And I've, I've done this show a couple times since then. Um, but, yeah, man, it just it, it was the fact that these motherfuckers dance, motherfucker. I don't do that. So we, 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 it turned into Scarface. Fuck you, mate. I'll bury a cockroach. <laughs> and the fact that me and Patrice was vibing, it was, it was, it was a shining moment for me. I, I look back at it and I'm, I fucking, I love it. Well, and not, and, and even, uh, Opie and Anthony weren't on your side when you went, when you went in to do, and when they heard the interview. Yeah. Then they, everybody was on your side. Right. So it wasn't a comedian all on comedian side either. Right. It was, uh, 
So, uh, but there's, I never heard the original interview. Is there any place the original interview's on? The original part, the part, you know, I, we only hear the part where you, uh. Oh, no, 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 not, not that part is, no, it, they just cut right to the juice. You don't look that funny. Uh, let's see what you got. Like, you hear that? You don't look that funny. Yeah. Who says that to somebody? He's like, what? what That's a passive-aggressive shit. Guys yeah, that aren't yeah. funny that get mad that you're People funny. People tell me I look funny, though. Fuck their women and leave town. I wonder if this is the same guy. It sounds like the, the guy. Ask Dave. Talk to him. Just let me say something real quick. We've had every, every... Every major comedian every, every, that has every. come through the Miami Improv, the I want Improv you to at the Hard Rock. I turned no, just, around. Hold on, just let me say, speak just, for a second. Let me talk right? just for a second. As far as people doing impressions, we've had Kevin Pollack, we've had Daryl Hammond, oh. we've had other comedians that do impressions, and we say, "Hey, man, do this impression." Let me say something. And they do it. It's no I, big deal. I wasn't here when they, when all those people you just named, I wasn't here when they were here. So I don't know what they did, and therefore I don't care. My point in turning around and coming back. Here was that you were talking very tough you when I left here. Yo, my man, I'm from the streets of New York. I know what tough talk sounds like. Yeah. And if you're gonna talk about me that way, do it to my face. I'll do it to you. Oh, I'll yeah. Do it. Coming up after these words. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> this is an angry Negro we got here. Wow. Coming up wow. after this twofer from Bad Company. <laughs> Let me tell you something. White guys will consistently back down to black guys. Well, it depends on Always. what uh, they, how they were talking. They were just trashing him, but it sounds like they were like really probably talking shit. I wish we had audio yeah. of that. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Well, let's find out what happens next. Yeah, I'm scared. On the Paul and Young Ron show, I'm scared. Miami's classic rock. To my face. I'll do it to your, your comedy. Everything you that you said to my face. What did I say that was so tough? Talk the way you was talking a second ago. I said, man, go down to the hip hop station where they got eight listeners. Why don't you go down there? So it's when niggas start clapping it's real me to do it you would have still said my cd was trash i didn't say it was trash i said it wasn't funny what did he say i said it wasn't what funny did he say? I, I know what i said you don't have words in my mouth we heard you. That's fine. I don't care. I'm standing right okay, here. Let me give, I'm going to give you a real quick lesson because I'm going to be as professional as I can be under the circumstances. I'm going to go ahead and now that we done got all this out the way and leave your building or, as you said, your freaking station. But I'm going to tell you right now, be very careful what you say about people and how you say it because I'm going to let you know something else about black people. Right. When you talk like that to us and about us, you get your ass whipped. So if you got something tough to say, say it now. And I guarantee you. I'll whip your ass Some in this studio. Let me tell oh, you yeah, something. Yeah, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. That's Opie and Anthony. Yeah, that's Opie and Anthony. That had to bring people into the club. I mean, if, if I was... Uh, let me get to Patrice. I want to get to... I know where that mark is. Let me get to the Patrice mark. Dude, this is if you and you guys do really. If you have time, listen to this because it's pretty funny. The whole thing's pretty funny. Even the parts that aren't about Aries is funny with fucking uh, Jim Norton. Okay, wait, that's my yeah, thing. that's right there because that's where you yeah playing when I was the angry okay, yeah. black man. They didn't play when they thrashed me. That's what the news yeah. did. Too. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just played the one side, so it made me look like I was just fucking crazy yeah. and angry and racist. And you know, it was like, come on, man, play the first half when you thrashed me for ten. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you, you said when they got sick.
Okay, hold on, listeners. hold on. We're on the air now. Yeah. Are right, you back? You're back. Okay. Oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you, you know, radio and TV is all about ratings. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get some ratings for you now. Oh, we don't need to. You, you, you can leave if you, you want, or you, you verbally stay. thrashed me when I left. No, you verbally thrashed us in the hallway on the way out. I didn't thrash you in the hallway. Yeah, all you I did. The guy came in and told us what you said. I've been doing stand-up for 15 years. I've been doing thousands of radio stations. All right. So what happened here? I know the deal. You didn't do diddly on our show. You just gave me the like. Let a cracker say diddly to you. I don't believe it. And you know what? And he, wow, and he let you off the hook because he didn't say squat. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, on Mad TV, you do a great Bo Diddley song. I don't understand why they didn't, you didn't do Diddley. So why didn't you do Diddley? You didn't do Shaq. You didn't do Diddley. Oh, man. You didn't. Shaq or Diddley. That's what he meant. What a mess. Back to the tape. You didn't do Diddley on our show. Oh, you just gave it a I didn't like the way you presented it. What are you talking about? You're having a conversation. Here's my point to you, and this is why I turned the car around and came back. I'm glad you, you came back. You were thrashing me, and all the listeners yeah, heard it. Glad. You would thrash me to get the freak out of your studio and go back over there to the hippity hop you rap station. Up, and I ain't have six listeners. I I'm not done. I'm I think I deserve the right to talk. You thrashed me when I left. And I'll respond. Say to everything you said on the radio just, to my just, face. Just let him respond. Oh, say to my face. I love that. That's the key right there. <laughs> say everything you said to my face. You're going to be tough when I wasn't in studio. Man. I'm back. Say it to my face. <laughs> now, if the guy had any set of balls whatsoever, he would have repeated everything right, that he had right. said right to your face. Man. Say to everything you said on the radio just, to my just, face. Just let him respond. Oh, say it to my face. I'm going to say it to your face, and I'm going to respond to why I said that about the hip-hop. You walked out in the hallway and told this kid that, man, I went to the hip-hop station, and we got along fine. I did all my material. That pissed me off, because you didn't do any material on this show. Because the way that it was presented How to me was here, it presented to you? Let me tell you something. When you do shows, and you're a comedian, and you do impressions, no one likes for you to just go, hey, do this, do that. No one did that. It can be presented in a better way. That is so yeah, true. That's what I told the dude that was telling me the story at the mm -hmm. club I was doing. I was like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I know they told it. Hey, we don't want to hear about who you really are. Dudes, yeah. do that impression <laughs> of uh, Clarence Williams III. Go ahead. Do it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> And every time guys, you want to say nigga, they 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 stay they they substitute nigga with a with a Richard with a little Richard impression. Do it. That's, that's where nigga come in. I said, do your impression. I completely agree with you. By the way, I think it's our job and Aunt and I to like try to set you guys up best we can, try to feel you out and, and make you comfortable. There you go. And that's, it just goes that's to show you. I want it, man. That's all I want. What radio you know. hacks when they have to have a guy come in, and it can't just be a conversation. You can't just yeah. talk about, you know, fucking what's happening in the news, the hurricane, just and just like conversation. Plus, what, gotta you be, know, plus what they don't understand too, man, is like, man, in this business, you know, hey, Patrice, you know, man, you got to eat so much bullshit on auditions and rejection, and a lot of times, you know, you can't always respond the way you want to to a casting agent, producer, director, because mm -hmm. that could be your ass. So you got to eat a lot of shit. So and when you have a term, diplomatic, and he ain't even mentioning as a black man. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what he want to say, because that's what it is. We got I cherish this. Because we're not <laughs> smiley and they want you to nobody if you not have any just a drop of understanding for black people don't tell it just let us have to do, do it do yeah, your yeah. little impression. But the thing that kills it is like, you know, so if you get a moment where you can kind of keep a little control and dignity for yourself, yeah. that's important. Right. So, again, I, I, I would have done it 
But he said, do it, do it. I'm like, and, dude, I go through this shit on, and, to get jobs. I'm not going to yeah. use it. And this the reality station. is, it's, it's a yeah. give and take. Like, yeah. you want to be good on a radio yeah, show no because doubt. that sells the yeah. tickets. That's the only reason you're there. Yeah. You know, that's the only reason you're here today. Yeah. We don't know each other, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, so why wouldn't you uh, try to do your best? But yeah. if you're feeling uncomfortable and you're not feeling because the atmosphere is strange, that's what's going to happen. And that's the jock's fault. Yeah, it's fucking Jack's fault, man. You know, we're not perfect. We've we uh, you know we've had a couple of uncomfortable we've, moments. Yeah, we've let people right. down on our show. Of course, we right. have. Sometimes we're not feeling the passion for the person. Right. Usually, right. it's right. intelligent uh, women. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> they sit down. We finally had to admit like, that in the office one day. Like, and it's oh my not God. even like we're gonna go. So, bitch, what the fuck? You know, it's <laughs> it's just they sit down and go. Well, how are you guys doing? And we just go. Dad, we dad. go. We turn into babbling. Oh idiots. no, a woman with a brain. Yeah, we don't know <laughs> we what don't to say to her. Soho, fucking. She's not a mom. Yeah, oh, it'll bring it all down. Yeah. We're just so used to saying, "Show us your tits." Can I guess yeah. your age? But I show us a football bat in your football bat. No one does it. Yeah, so professor. Show your tits. Yeah, hey. But a girl that has any type of intelligence in this studio, we fall apart that's the hardest it. time we that's, have. That's, our, well, that's our kryptonite. It really yep. is. And we finally had to admit that in the uh, back office one day. Like, man, we stink when these girls are smart. But you also go on these radio shows when nice we go on the road. When we go on the road, like, see, when a comic comes in here, they sit down. You go on the road, sometimes you're going in for one five-minute spot. That's They'll awesome. bring you in. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Song and dance with them for five minutes, mm -hmm. right? Like, you're, you know, yeah. They rush in and rush you to find out. You can't build up any rapport or any no. type of thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's bullshit. Here, at least you come in, you sit for an hour or two hours. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And it's I'm just waiting to get to this part where Patrice, uh, this one moment, it's coming up. And we're talking about a subject, and we got people uh, in here, and we're all laughing. And they come in and are incapable <laughs> of adapting to the conversation thing and just start going into the act. Is that my uh -huh. setup? But even if you got five minutes, you know, you can make the most out of five minutes. Again, I just yeah. say it's my job to come in and, and do my thing. But as host, this is your your station, your gig. Right. You can in five minutes, we can get something going. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it ain't about it ain't got to be an hour. Right. It could be five minutes. Oh, yeah. It's just all about how you, you know what I mean? In yeah. that five minutes, build that rapport, man. Uh, obviously, know? that wasn't going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, let's go back to the tape here. <laughs> Can be presented in a better way. Your job as the host. You are the host. Yeah, it is your job as the host. Hey, 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 Where we can do it well. Hang on, hang on. Just let me say something real quick. We've had every, every, every major comedian that has come through the Miami Improv. And this is a lot. Improv at the Hard Rock. Hold on, let me speak for a second. Let me talk just for a second. As far as people doing impressions, we've had Kevin Pollack, we've had Daryl Hammond. We've had other comedians that do impressions, and we say, hey, man, do this impression. Let me something, man. And they do it. It's no big deal. We're going to have to label this the special podcast with an extra additional five minutes of secret footage. My secret audio. Coming back here was that you were talking very tough no when I left here. Tough. Yo, my man, I'm from the streets of New York. I know what tough talk sounds like. Yeah. And if you gonna talk about me that way, do it to my face. I'll do it to your, your comedy. Say everything you that you said to my The mistakes you make when you're young. 
was talking a second ago. Yeah. I said, man, I can go down to the hip hop station where they got eight listeners. Why don't you go down there? So it's necessary hey, to yo, say yo, my CD Buster. is trash and all that. Because well, I, 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 I said, I never heard you say that. I didn't know you said everything that y'all wanted me to do. If I had done everything that y'all wanted me to do, the way you wanted me to do it, you would have still said my CD was trash. I didn't say it was trash. I said it wasn't funny. What did he say? I said it wasn't funny. What did he say? I know what I said. You don't have to words in my mouth. We heard you. Don't you let me tell you uh something, poodly poo. You don't come in here with your New York swiddly do and, and kiddly crash and come in here and think you can scare me with your goddamn movements of your hands and neck with that hippie gosh. You could tell he was scared. He was, the way he was talking, it's like, you know, to, uh, to say what you said and say it to my face. And he's like, Well, I the hip hop station's got six listeners. What was he saying though? Like say it exactly how he was, he was, like the, to, that made you want to come back. Well, when he when he was like, uh, you know, I said, yeah, man, I did the thing at the hip hop station, had a good time. He goes, go back to your uh, hippity dippity rippity rappity station where they got you know six listeners and do your thing. And when he was saying that, he was going your hippity dippity. You know, he was doing all. Well, what that did he say shit. to you in the car that made you yeah. go, nigga, turn this motherfucker? Oh, he said he said. He said uh, uh, who does he think he is to come into my station in my city and not do what I ask him to do? Oh, That's what it was. Right. There you go. Oh, Every, right. See, this is what we have to explain to white okay. people. This is it. They missed out on Master. <laughs> the white people did. Oh, okay. I have, a, I have a PhD in white people. They did not understand that Whoa. you don't do that as a white guy. You don't go into slave master. You do what I told you to do. And that's what made him come back. Oh. Eric was bullshit. He's trying to make it sound like he said, nigga, I'll shoot you in your motherfucking eye. He just said, let me tell you something, that boy. That shit went right to his DNA, man. Right to his DNA. We had put the sand down on the floor for a little soft chew, and he didn't deliver. He didn't deliver. God damn it, we had makeup and everything. Oh, my God. him to God. say mammy, and you say mammy, when I say say mammy. My studio. This is my plantation. Uh, my studio. And I say, holy shit. All right, all right. That's Aaron, it. I'm trying to make it sound like he said, well, I'll smack you up beside your motherfucking yeah. head, boy. But yeah. he was just like, he just should come here and do what he stole. That's when that car made that Yui. <laughs> all right, listen, listen, listen. That car turned around like when they were taking Michael to the restaurant. <laughs> Dude, I will forever fucking cherish that. I will ever. And again, when Patrice had that laugh. <laughs> I would cherish that, dude. It, it, for somebody like myself that I am so fucking a Patrice guy, one of the greatest comics to ever live next to Chappelle, uh, to say I had that moment, man. Like, I got a picture in my phone of me and Dave together. Um, and I love that. I, that's the one photo I won't delete. But to have that and then that audio with Patrice, man, dude. That's, yeah. that's Yeah. That moment, that moment, man. No, and you two were on the same page. Well, yeah. even though everybody else was kind of on the same page, right. you two were like, it, yeah. you guys knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. And uh, no, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But you would give that up. You would give that up to to have your career look different yes. to Hollywood. Yes, 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 yes. Big picture. Yeah. Got to feed your family. Got to make money. Got to try to grow. This is a, this is a, this is the the high wire act of a of career in Hollywood. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, sorry we, we, we ran over time, but uh, you guys got, what was it, 10 minutes of bonus footage. And uh, now footage, audio, audio. But um, okay, so we're gonna get. Uh, do we, are we are we are we closing? Yeah, we have to. We're, okay, we're, so we're real, ten minutes over. Okay, so real quickly though, we're gonna be in Phoenix. Stand up live uh, next week, and so come on out, uh, people that know me. You know how to get a hold of me. Let's get out there. But I wanted to also say, uh, uh, Lolo's chicken and waffles. We just gave you mention. Look out for us and uh, Little you Miss Barbecue. Call them they oh, I'm gonna call, oh, I'm call gonna call. Call. And tell them I'm gonna call. I'm, yeah. But I have to put this out there so they do oh, okay. listen to it. And uh, Little Miss Barbecue. Best barbecue. I'm going to take Aries to show I'll be the judge of this. Okay, we'll talk about it. Next week, I'll discuss this. And hopefully we'll get over to that pizza joint, and uh, you'll get that uh, uh, the pizza from Bianco Pizza. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, check me out on andycomedy.com. All my social media is on the top of my homepage. You can follow me. I like Instagram. And Aries is? Uh, Aries Spears Instagram. Aries Spears Official. Uh, no, Aries Spears Official is Instagram. Aries Spears is Twitter. Aries Spears Facebook. Free comedy. Aries Spears Pandora. Aries Spears YouTube. Hit the fucking button. Blah, 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 blah. And download the download. Obviously, you're going to download this because you're listening to it. But tell some other people about it, and please review us. We need some more reviews. Right, and I never found out from you. So, are we going to do the boys are back? Oh yeah, well, you want me to put it on the top of this one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what that sounds like. Okay, Steve. Uh, I, I was going to call the boys are back by Bus Boys. The boys are back in, in town. town. You know what's crazy? Uh, remember the, the, the scene in the movie Forty Eight Hours? Yeah. The main guy on uh-huh. the piano singing. Uh-huh. When you do like doing, I know him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He, I, I one one at one point I was trying to take uh, piano lessons, and um, he was teaching me, and I gave up. I just fuck it. That was it. Uh, but he has two twin boys, and they're both autistic. Oh, are they really? Yes. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. That, that, are they high functioning or? Uh... That I don't know. But his real name, the guy's name is Brian. All right. Yeah. Right. I've lost touch with him. Otherwise, I would introduce you to him. But I, I've, I, I used to know Brian. Yeah, All right. cool dude. All right. So he came. He won't sue me. Hopefully, he won't sue you. <laughs> right, not, not right away. Anyway, not right away. Anyway. Uh, well, maybe we make some money. We have to make some money on this to be worth being sued. Right. So right. I'm hoping to get sued. Yeah. Well, Dad, I thought I'd hear a Jew say that. Usually, you guys go. I'm a sue. I got another Jew that I'll have represent me. <laughs> Beautiful. We're out. On that note. We're out. Motherfucker.